0: Vajanatramanandasya, Janajana jina-jana-salakaya Chakshon-milita-nyena tasmai-sri-gurave-na-maha sindu viva ca namaha So good evening everyone This evening we're going to start a new series of lectures and Sri Krishna Shaitanya's Sixosticum, Eight Prayers in Glorification of the Means of Deliverance within Kali Yuga. So there are different ages of man and different mentalities of the men mankind in those different ages and if you were to look look at it from a uh, qualitative viewpoint uh, Kali Yuga is the uh, age wherein humanity displays the least qualification for engagement in spirituality. So, sometimes being in the most needy condition... Affords one an opportunity to receive a gracious dispensation over and above what would be normally offered. We see this in human dealings uh, all the time you see a a blind person trying to cross the street, uh, you definitely give him room uh, for his stick. And if if you can be of help, uh, your assistance in his... Negotiating a, uh, a curb is, is given, so he has some need, he's in a disadvantaged condition, and that disadvantage on his part uh, is an advantage in that others come to render assistance. If someone gets hit by a car, everybody runs to give some help this is our natural tendency to uh, show compassion to those that are in a in a condition that is worse than our own at least in civilized human society one of the characteristics of this age is a lack of civility so we see that sometime even the most uh, disadvantaged people are neglected in this current age of mankind but what i'm referring to here is people of character and one would not expect a spiritual dispensation from someone who did not have character character is a natural byproduct of spirituality in fact all the good qualities that one would want to see or expect to see in the civilized section of humanity are there naturally in the spiritual section of humanity. But those qualifications that we may see in the cultured section of humanity do not necessarily mean that one is spiritual. so we may see sometimes the uh, the high class man the intellectual uh, the well in 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 the culture of uh india the brahmin uh, so this can give us get us as a, a segue into looking at varnashram dharma and the divisions of mankind according to their uh, qualities and their uh, and their propensities uh, uh, to work in a certain way. So those people that are that are the the intellectuals, uh, they're well behaved and generally knowledgeable. But that knowledge in and of itself does not necessitate spiritual qualification. So the point <clears throat> that we're making here is being disadvantaged does sometimes give us and afford us an opportunity that is not afforded to anyone and everyone <clears throat> our disadvantage is this age of mankind at this time and this is the worst age of mankind and considering our beginningless involvement in material existence we can assume that we've been in all the different ages of man. Again we can emphasize that as, as old as that Supreme Personality of Godhead is, we are that old. When we look at things in that way, our perspective should change a little. We're as old as God. We've been separated from Him that long. That's a long time. And here comes a rare opportunity to end that separation. And a unique confluence of events for us, especially in this age of mankind. So, this age, Kali Yuga, mankind in general is disadvantaged. And because of that disadvantage uh, position, uh, we are more influenced in this age by the modes of passion and ignorance in the other ages of mankind this is known as Kali Yuga and the other ages, Yuga, uh, Trita Yuga, Dwarpa Yuga uh, just as there's four seasons in each year there's these different seasons of man in the universal arrangement of events one cycle of those four ages constitutes one one thousandth of a day of Brahma one cycle of those four is one one thousandth of a day of Brahma In one of those one one thousands of a day of Brahma, Krishna manifests himself, the Supreme Personality of Godhead manifests himself in his original form in order to play with his eternal associates in Vraj. Bhumi, a special faraj. And in this special faraj, Krishna plays in a special way. And the specialty of that way is that those living entities who have made a determination to end their timeless existence separated from the Lord are given an opportunity to completely reacquaint themselves in such a way that they can enter into the Lord's playfulness in existence and he is most playful when he is exhibiting the extremes of his sweetness this is Vraj the sweetest of the sweet so one one thousandth of one day of Brahma Brahma lives for a hundred years each of his years is 365 days. So, 365 days of Brahma constitute one year, 100 years, how many days is that? So, there's a lot of this play going on within one manifestation of a universe. But from our teeny infinitesimal perspective, lost in the waves of time, it's unimaginable this one one one-thousandth of a day of Brahma. Now should we break this down a little bit more? One one one-thousandth of a day of Brahma one, one thousandths. what that's constituted well this age of mankind is four hundred and thirty two thousand years our years the next age Treta Torpa mm-hmm. is twice that Treta is three times that And Satya Yuga is four times that. We can add them up. Four, three, two, and one. Is... Huh? (laughs) Is Kali Yuga the smallest? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shortest. So, Kali Yuga is one duration... Traita is two. Dwarf is three. Such is four. Four. Four times four hundred and uh? five, a long, long time. Yes. Four, four hundred, eight hundred, twelve hundred, sixteen hundred, or one point two million and one point six million. unimaginable so these calculations are there they're provided in the Bhagavatam the other Puranas other histories of mankind not the histories that we're used to in the western world so much we have a pretty limited view of history there were some dinosaurs crawling around (laughs) then there was a big freeze and then they, they all died off and then Uh, kind of started over again and then the the crawly things kind of came out and monkeys and then we came and then there was uh, Neanderthals and from there we came up through early civilization we call that BC before the birth of Christ and then there was a savior amongst us one savior about 2000 years ago so there's a little time before him. Now we have a little time after him. So let's see, this and then this. This is our, this is our vision of humanity in time. I take that as far as down as you possibly can until it's practically imperceptible and then expand time as far as you can conceive and that's a day of Brahma so we do not have a full comprehension of time once in a day of Brahma Krishna comes himself, he displays his he brings his whole abode here it's always here, it never. it's still here but he inhabits it with his eternal associates and he gives the an opportunity for qualified devotees to learn the final stages of praying. At that stage, the learning's actually over. It's the falling in love portion of going back to Godhead. Complete immersion in who you are in relationship with Krishna. Then you enter those pastimes eternally. 500 years after that event, there is the advent of the Lord again. In one Kali Yuga, in that same day of Brahma. and we have a Hare Krishna movement and the Hare Krishna movement is centered around these eight verses which explain the totality of spiritual life from beginning Shraddha all the way through Pray. So these verses are attributed to Sri Shaitanya Mahabu himself, and they were first written down uh, by Rupa Goswami. Rupa Goswami gets a lot of nectar, I mean (laughs) he really does we just found out that his Upadesha Amrita was spoken by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as we finished up that and now we find here that he wrote down the verses of Siksastikam in his collection of verses, Padjavali and these were studied by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami who put them in a order at the end of his work on Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, very last chapter of the Anchalila, these verses are relayed, uh, seen through the pen of Krishna Das Raj Goswami, these verses come to us as Krishna. Sri Krishna Shaitanya's ecstasy uh, during his association with uh, Ramananda Roy and Swarup Damodar so now we have an order to the verses there but from Krishna Das Kaviraj. so these are significant points in these verses coming down to us in disciplic succession significant in that first of all they were penned they came through the pen through the mouth of Sri Chaitanya Mahaku himself to the pen of Rupa Goswami to his collection of verses by about, that or he gave as as important to spiritual advancement then they were put in an order and given again by Krishna Daskavi Raj Goswami at the end of his work on Sri Chaitanya's life not only a work it's actually a work of Sri Chaitanya's life and also a guide as to how devotees live in sadhu sangha and advance together as a spiritual family This is Chaitanya Charitamrita, the life of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu amongst his associates and amongst humanity at large, amongst first of all his his intimate associates in youth and later he, he preaches, he goes on tour, takes sannyas and then he lives the end of his life, the final 24 years in Jagannath Puri with his most intimate associates and through this we can learn how to live together as Sadikas and how to learn through life how to be a pure devotee from that narration of Chaitanya Charitamrita these verses as I said were put in order then and the next extremely significant revelation regarding Shri Shiksastakam came to us from Srila Bhakti Venod Thakur and what he did is in seeing this verses in Chaitanya Charta Brita and the order they were in, he was able to reveal to us, as sometimes Bhaktivedanta Thakur is referred to in learned Vaishnava circles, as the Seventh Goswami. He gave so much to our Sampradaya. So as the Sixth Goswamis formed the the foundational conceptual orientation the, uh, they were the architects of Chaitanya Mahabrabhu's Sankirtan movement Bhakti Vinod was similarly that instrumental in placing Krishna consciousness in proper perspective for the advancement of suffering humanity in this age So he saw in these verses, and it's interesting, what a visionary Bhaktivinoda Thakur is. I mean, not only does he give us this vision of the Shaksasthakum in relationship to Rupa Goswami's advancing stages of devotional practice, which is what we will be deeply entering into as we go through these verses, over the next couple, of three weeks, whatever it takes, I have a tendency to to carry things deep as deep as I can. I hope you can go there with me, and it's an help, a- advantage. So he not only saw this in this exhausting prayers that he he also saw in Krishna's. Vraj lila in earthly manifestation, prakat, visible to us. When Krishna plays in his lila, that playing is, is g- given two nomenclatures, prakat and aprakat. Prakat is that manifestation which is seen by those that, which uh, well, is available for everyone to see. No, no qualification is required. Unfortunately for the materialists, they see Krishna as one of their, as equal to themselves and having a material body, and they're not able to enter in what, into what is, uh, Krishna's leela. What is it? What's its significance? Uh, that's their misfortune. But even in that misfortune of not fully recognizing the significance of Krishna's earthly bomb, bomb of Raj Raj Bhumi on the earth even not being able to fully understand what's going on and that, that this is God playing as a human being they still get tremendous spiritual benefit and that benefit lingers it lingers on in humanity because those truly spiritual people can see the benefit of Raj Bhumi pastimes of the Lord's manifestation of his Leela within human society and they write it down for us and in writing it down well first it's spoken but in in making it available to us in whatever form we're able to take full advantage even though we may not have been there physically to see the supreme lord that's spiritual life it's that potent so back to bhakti vinod not only did he see this significance of these verses in relationship to, this pro- to progressive spiritual life, even in looking at Krishna's Vraj-bhumi-prakat-manifest pastimes, he saw that the various demons that the Lord played with, this was the Lord's play for the Lord, the demons probably didn't see it as play. <laughs> but in this play, he saw, well, actually the Lord in, in killing these demons is, there's a symbolism there. And he brought this to the Vaishnav community. Look at the symbolism. And the symbolism is also to help us advance in spiritual culture and develop a culture within our heart of how to be spiritual. That actually, who's doing the heavy lifting here? It's not me, it's Krishna. Krishna is dispatching the demons. We have a little work to do, but the heavy lifting, Krishna's doing that. Krishna is, first of all, dispensing of this concept of a false guru who's coming into our very lives, into the most intimate part of our lives, and trying to kill our spiritual life in its infancy, before we even get started. Here's this demoness trying to mislead us We're so immature at this stage, we don't know our mother from anybody else for practical purposes. When we cry out to be fed, we'll take whoever comes for nourishment. We are so lost in material existence when somebody comes forth and says, I can help you out. I can give you liberation I can make the misery go away because we're so misery, we miserable and suffering to such an extent we said we'll take it wherever it's coming from and sometimes we make the wrong choice this is putana this is the false guru when we make that wrong choice well we have to go back and start again but Krishna in seeing our sincerity even though we made the wrong choice now he says oh well let me dispense with that problem <laughs> we'll suck the life out of air out of that that windbag real quick and, and, and provide a, a real guru who can say something that's really significant and really help and really nourish this young spirit soul who's actually as old as I am oh, well, a young and spiritual life soul, will let, we'll let a, a, a true uh, guru nourish. So very significant what Bhakti Vinod has given us here. So let's look at these eight verses of Six Sastikam. darpa Now what we find in the first verse is quite unique. We find compacted in the first verse the whole presentation. If we can enter deeply into an understanding of the first verse itself we can see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is packed it all right there. Shayta baba vapanam. He has compacted in the first verse the other seven. When we look at them through the lens of Bhakti Vinod that core, and analyze this first verse carefully, we can see how this has been done. So we'll start there with looking at the first verse and looking deeply at the first, first verse in such a way that we can see compacted in it as pointed out by Bhakti Vinod Thakur the other seven verses so the verse begins sheto dharpana marjanam sheto dharpana marjanam now in Sanskrit we find that the ending uh, the ending of a Sanskrit uh, sloka is generally the main subject so we start in our analysis at the end not the beginning param vijayate shri Krishna and we start there and what do we hear jayate param vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam this is worth shouting about this Sri Krishna Sankirtanam is is worth getting excited about So, kirtan, kirtan means we glorify someone. So Sri Chaitanya is saying, well, kirtan is a good thing. To glorify someone else, that's a good place to start. That means we're going beyond ourselves, and at least able to see out to someone else's good qualities. Our material life, our material a hunkar, our misconception, has made us think it's all about me. Any little step away from that conception is a step in the right direction. So, kirtan, kirtan's a good thing, to glorify another. Well, then it's qualified. Which other is worth glorifying? well, any glorification of anyone beside myself is a good thing but not everyone's able to completely take my glorification and give me the greatest benefit for it so Sri Chaitanya points out Sri Krishna Sankirtanam Sankirtanam um this sum, uh, when we say Sankirtan, we're meaning a complete kirtan, full, full involvement. Full involvement by the participant and full involvement by all the participants present. So the kirtan is now being more qualified. Sankirtan everyone engages everyone that's present takes part it's comprehensive both in quantity and quality then we go to Krishna Krishna Kirtan Sri Krishna saying Krishna is as I said that one personality who is worthy of all of our appreciation, our kirtan, we're going out, we're appreciating someone that is more and outside of ourself, but we're appreciating that person who can completely accept that appreciation. He's fully worthy of our appreciation of him, and he's fully qualified himself to accept the appreciation and reciprocate in kind. That's a win-win for us. Other people we may glorify, they're not in a position like Sri Krishna to glorify. And we notice this is Sri Krishna. Krishna is not alone here. But all of his shaktis, all of his energies, everything else that glorifies him is also there in Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. So it's pointed out by Swami Tripurari uh, in quoting Gopinath, and the circumstances such that. Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is coming into Jagannath Puri with a Sankirtan party and they're all Jai Shri Krishna Sankirtan chanting the holy names of the Lord now the the man in charge of this area Maharaj Patra Purudra he's been here and he's seen all kinds of spiritual festivals it's his place so he's well aware of all the spiritualists that come to Jagannath Puri to worship the Lord and then he sees this Sri Krishna Sankirtanam, led by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he's never seen anything like this and he's seen it all when it comes to spiritual parties mm. and here's Sri Chaitanya coming with his devotees chanting this Sri Krishna Sankirtanam and the Raj he says to uh, I believe it uh, was his cousin nephew? Brother-in-law. brother-in-law brother-in-law he says uh, what kind of kirtan is this I've never seen anything like this this is this is out of the ordinary. And Gopinath says to Maharaj Prataparudra uh, This is the creation of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is Prem Sankirtan. You've never seen anything like this because the result of this Sankirtan is the participants, and anybody that contacts this Kirtan gets pure love for the supreme personality of Godhead no other spiritualists have this opportunity this is the special creation of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu now understand this chanting is there as the means of deliverance in every Kali Yuga go back we're talking about ages of mankind this is one age in four okay there's a thousand cycles of those and one days of Brahma in all those other 999 cycles of yugas there is also this sankirtan but not this specific sankirtan led by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In all those other yugas, liberation is available to humanity at large through Sankirtan. But that's the extent of what's offered through engaging in the yuga dharma, the spiritual engagement for the age of Kaliyu. But in this age, when Sri Chaitanya comes, once in a day at Brahma, 500 years after the advent of Sri Krishna himself, who brings his whole spiritual world and paraphernalia down and displays his leela, so that people can remember him and benefit from that knowledge, from that remembrance, simply by hearing about those pastimes, they're they're benefited beyond anything else so that regular deliverance is referred to in the upanishads where this mantra hari krishna hari krishna 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 hari 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 Rama, Hari Rama, 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 Hari Hari is presented as a means of deliverance. Taraka, Taraka is the normal benefit to humanity of engagement in the Yuga Dharma of Sankirtan, chanting the Lord's name. But as I said, this is a very special Yuga So, in this special yuga, what is added to that taraka, that means of deliverance, of liberation, is a special spiritual qualification from Sri Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu. Paraka, this paraka means, this term means competent. Competent. In what way does it qualify one through engagement to become competent? Competent for what? This is where we see the significance of Shri. Krishna, Sankirtanam. Who is competent to serve Krishna perfectly? Sri is. And Sri is Radha. This is what Sri Shaitanya, Mahaprabhu, Sri Shaitanya came to give Sri Krishna, Sankirtanam. Competent kirtan that allows one to enter into what? This is prame sankirtan. It gives prame or pure love for the supreme Lord, not just liberation as it does in other yugas. Are there any questions? Mm-hmm. So we've got through. Shri Krishna Sankirtanam. Param Vijayate, Shri Krishna, Tanam Thank you so very much. Thank Hare you Krishna. so very much.